Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Well, happy Monday. Happy National Championship Day to you here. Bronco Nation News Live, BroncoNationNews.com. Appreciate you kicking it off with us. Hopefully, you're subscribing to that YouTube channel down at the uh, bottom of the screen there. Just click subscribe, click like. We'd love to have you knock that out uh, while you're here. It's Mondays with Mallory, as you heard the uh, voice guy say there. So, we got John Mallory, host of uh, Prater in the Ball Game, three to six weekdays, KTIK 95.3, the ticket. He's there uh, in the uh, KTIK studios. Appreciate JP for helping get him on the air as usual. And, um, it's Monday, Johnny. Uh, happy to have you on for your uh, regular appearance here, man. I, I we uh, the Venmo went out on April first. You got paid, so I knew that this would be the appearance you wouldn't be late for. And sure enough, uh, yeah. sure enough, you're ready to go. Welcome. Uh, fired up. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, appreciate the invite as always. Here on a natty Monday night, right tonight. Obviously, the NCAA tournament steals the entire sports spotlight, and it's a lot of fun. And certainly, people in Idaho and our neck of the woods have a bit more skin in the game this year being a familiar opponent being I mean the last time San Diego State lost was here in Boise Idaho on the Max Rice heat check takeover night and um, here we are they're still playing fortunately for them and I think there's going to be a lot of eyeballs in in our neck of the woods on this game tonight BJ I think Boise State fans and Mountain West fans are are excited to get to represent this game. We are broadcasting from the uh, Cutwater Spirits Mobile Studios here at uh, my house in Meridian. Cutwater Spirits, more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails. Make sure you pick one up at your local gas station or grocery store. Perfect uh, beverage of choice for the game tonight. And we will talk a little football as well. we got the spring game coming up on Saturday. Uh, Andy Avalos talked with the media on sa- uh, last Saturday, a couple days ago. We do have a, a, a clip uh, that I want to play, Johnny, from Andy Avalos uh, later in the show. But uh, as you mentioned, got to start with the title game the Mountain West in the championship. First of all, Lamont Butler, that buzzer beater, a true buzzer beater, Johnny, in in all senses of the world. The game was not tied. If he misses, it didn't go to overtime. You're down one, and literally as the ball is in the air, the buzzer sounds, and the fate of two teams, the fate of two fan bases, the fate of history uh, is is relying on that half a second until the ball goes through the net um, before we kind of look at tonight's game. Just an incredible shot from Lamont Butler, an incredible comeback for San Diego State, and uh, pretty darn cool for the Aztecs to, in the Mountain West to have that moment. Yeah, I'm, my girlfriend was excited. She never even watches sports. I mean, she thought that was dramatic, BJ, because it flat out was, not just because, you know, I was pulling for San Diego State, but that's a moment. And I've followed this tournament my whole life, as have you. Those are rare in any sense. Certainly, the, with, with, with your uh, previous layout, it makes it even more rare. I mean, that is really the fate of two programs who will never be on that stage again, most likely. And, and, and for, for, for one to get it in San Diego State and for the other to leave in that fashion, FAU, I mean, it, it's tough and you know, I, I say this about great games sometimes when I feel sorry for the loser. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry those guys lost that game because they could, they did everything they could to win it. It just didn't go their way. And that's how I felt about FAU. But the Lamont Butler shot, they'll be talking about forever. That play will live forever with, 
you know, Christian Leitner and was it Chris Matthews at, at Villanova, those buzzer beating shots. Your boy Mario Chalmers has one. And those are the plays that get to live forever in the highlight reels and whatnot. Lamont Butler, he will be added to that list. Good for the San Diego State program. And uh, yeah, what a fun way for them to win and and to have this moment. You know, they they they've they've earned it and i know a lot of programs have and it's not just about have you earned it you have to you have to get there also you know i mean you have to find a way to win five straight games in this tournament that's impossible and uh they did it and i'm happy for them you know i and i don't say this kind of like to brag or whatever johnny but i mean i i've woken up you know even uh, you know 365 days ago i've woken up and and your team is playing for a championship that night i mean the the, the feeling wow. of waking up and your alma mater or you're the team you root for playing for it all one win from literally a national championship it, it's a surreal feeling so to all the san diego state fans to all the san diego state alumni the former players uh, I mean, if you want to see anybody in the Mountain West rooting for them, that's great too. But anyone like officially associated with San Diego State, a student, alumni, whatever, uh, it's a surreal feeling when you wake up and you're literally your team is playing for it all that night. So I think it's awesome they get to experience that. Uh, I think it's really, really cool for for, yeah. for them for a new fan base. Um, what do you think it's for the Mountain West, man? I know it's it's one program here. I get it. It's not like the Mountain West, you know, had three Final Four teams. But do you think this run? Is it all validating or helping that the Mountain West as a whole moving forward here? Or can it be the beginning of something? You know, can, I mean, I don't know. What, what can, can a Mountain West team outside of San Diego State make the Elite Eight next year? And all of a sudden, whoa, they had a championship game last year, Elite Eight this year. Can a Mountain West football team, my gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Can a Mountain West football team play in a New Year's Six Bowl game for the first time since 2014? You know, can they get that? Can they get that Mountain West patch playing in a big college football New Year's Six Bowl game? The last year of what we'll, I guess, call the traditional New Year's Six. Next year, we start the tournament. So can this springboard a great era coming for the Mountain West? Hopefully it can. You know, we cover this league. It'd be nice to see it have a have a have somewhat of a national presence every now and again and not just be this regional league that it is and has been so yeah. maybe i would think looking forward there bj maybe it can be the start of a really nice run a really nice era for mountain west athletics i know gloria navarez would love that yeah she's coming in at the right time i saw her you know uh courtside for the final four all of a sudden she's uh you know, looking like a rose coming in right away in San Diego State's in the final four. And she's got How a team Craig in the Thompson feel about that. You know, the last year, the first year Craig Thompson leaves the thing. He's been on the committee. He's been college basketball. He would have been the one. His face would have been courtside. He'd have been shaking hands with everybody and all over TV. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, you know, he probably takes a lot of pride. He helped the league kind of get to this point and set it up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I do wonder if we overplay it, if we underplay it, kind of what the significance of this is for the Mountain West moving forward. Do they get any more national respect from voters? Do they get uh, teams, other, you know, Power 5 teams that want to all of a sudden play them? I mean, you mentioned Boise State being the last team that uh, that beat San Diego State, Johnny. There were three Mountain West teams that beat San Diego State this year. Nevada, New Mexico, and Boise State all beat San Diego State at some point during this season. So I think it validates the league. I think it validates some of the other programs in this league and what they did. Um, and it's crazy because all the other teams lost. I mean, it's it's nobody but San Diego State doing this for the league, but uh, 
I think it helps the league a little bit, big picture. I'm not sure next year in the tournament, in the selection committee, they're going to go, oh, we got to put eight Mountain West teams in because San Diego State was in the title game last year. But um, it doesn't hurt. I think the Mountain West yeah. getting some exposure. And, again, you know, three weeks from now, San Diego State might get an invite to the Pac-12. Um, but they're going to be in the Mountain West for at least another year. San Diego State is coming to, you know, the team that played in the national championship game is coming to Extra Mile Arena next season. I mean, it's just incredible to think about. That'll be fun. And that's that's going to be a sellout, you'd think. Hopefully, it's on a Saturday night. It could be the national champion. They could win. They, they theoretically the na- defending national champion could be in Boise next year, playing Boise State. It, it's uh, forty minutes away. It's pretty incredible, as Jeff says. Natty Monday, go Aztecs. Although he threw up in his mouth a little bit uh, while saying that. Uh, Perry says great exposure uh, for the Mountain West. Um, David says I hope San Diego State fans don't wake up tomorrow feeling like TCU. After the college football season, uh, Logan mentioned uh, people cheering when San Diego State won at the Padres game. Did you see that video? Loved it. That was pretty Passionate. cool. They Beautiful. even had some of the some of the players on the field were getting into it. Um, uh, that that was uh, pretty cool. Um, what else we got coming up here? Uh, just hoping San Diego State doesn't lose again until Boise plays them. That might be asking a lot. <laughs> That might be right. asking a lot. That'd be about a 30-game winning streak or something. Yeah, probably before they probably ranked two or three or four in the country if that happened. But, uh, no, again, just it's awesome. It's cool. But I, I will yeah. say this, Johnny. No one's giving them a chance, man. The spread is now up to seven and a half, eight points, depending on where you look. Every podcast show you watch or listen to, I mean, they're, they're calling blowout. And maybe rightfully so. UConn's won every game in this tournament by double digits. They've been blowing teams out. Um, they're playing great, but I mean, UConn lost eight games this year, Johnny. And, I, and San Diego State has beaten the number one team in the tournament already, Alabama, and knocked them out. So uh, wow. I just don't, I, I don't think that uh, San Diego State is maybe getting as much of a chance in this game as as maybe they deserve. I know the numbers may say otherwise, but you're talking the number one team at Ken Palm and like the number thirteen team at Ken Palm. It's not like wow. you're talking. It's not like you're talking about some huge disparity here but i mean i was watching one show last night uh i love the field of 68 and those guys they had their little gambling guys on there and they were saying how big would the line be for you to still take uconn and they were like guys were debating 11 12 point spread they would still take uconn to, to cover i mean it's just uh not many people at all giving san diego state a chance in this game do you think we at least get a competitive game tonight it feels like you are even leaning towards the aztec side here Feels like that a little bit. I can't wait to hear what you what your thoughts are ultimately on this. The entire time, BJ, I've said UConn by a million blowout. They're playing too well. San Diego State's going to run out of gas at this point, and uh, Natty Monday is going to be uh, very, very undramatic. Um, that's kind of where I've been, and now I'm hearing like everybody is on the same level. Like everybody's agreeing with me or saying the same thing I'm saying, and I'm like. Ugh. Is that is that really smart? Does that really work out that much? I'm like, I got my why am I misevaluating this? You know, what 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 or how can I go against UConn by a million? And you know, I could say, you know, they beat Bama, like you said. I love that win for San Diego State. I know this program, they never get blown out, they're just too damn tough and they defend too well. They just make it so hard for you to take and make shots. So why would UConn blow them out? And then I go to the UConn side and well, I mean, BJ, there's six teams who have ever won their first five games in this tournament all by double digits. This UConn is one of them. So, but can I pick that apart? 
well, okay, they they beat two WCC teams, St. Mary's and Gonzaga. WCC, I can say that, right? Okay, they beat Iona, whatever. You know, they should have won that game. Miami, not a traditional basketball power either. They smoked Arkansas. That I did not see. But maybe could I pick apart their resume a little bit? I'm like, yeah, well, three out of the five games you played were against, you know, uh, uh, mid-major conference teams. Not that Gonzaga is a mid-major. They're completely major. But uh, maybe I could pick that apart. But ultimately, BJ, I just come back to it. I haven't seen this UConn team tested. I don't think San Diego is going to be the one. I think it's UConn, and they cover, and they cover pretty easily. I got UConn by double digits tonight. You're one of them. You're you're, you're going with UConn, and I I, yeah. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. The stats, everything that probably um, probably helps is probably the right side. It, it probably is, but uh, I at least hope for a competitive close game uh tonight that it would be fun uh to, to watch a close game and i think it's just going to be surreal seeing uh, brian dutch or san diego state you know literally on the final monday of the season yeah. uh, and if they cut down the net i mean it's kind of an emotional hedge for me bj i'm 100 okay. rooting for san diego state so if they win and i lose a couple bucks on uconn i don't care i'm happy san diego state won if UConn wins, I'm disappointed that San Diego State lost, but I got a couple bucks in my pocket because at least I was right about how the game went. It's the emotional hedge. I'm a big believer in it. You think uh, all Boise State fans are, are pulling for San Diego yeah. State, or are there yeah, some? Definitely. Okay. Uh, 99, 95%. I mean, some people are just have it in their core. It's all blue. If you are in our conference, you are the enemy. I don't want to wish fortune on your program what if this somehow helps you catch up to where we are san diego state uses this momentum and it bleeds into football now i gotta deal with you more so in football maybe there's that crazy bronco fan out there fanatic um but uh, most people i think want to see san diego state have this moment tonight and represent the mountain west and the west region the arizona wildcats 1997 or the last team from the West to win an NCAA tournament championship. Come on now. <laughs> well, we'll find out tonight. Games around seven o'clock. Uh, CBS, the final time for Jim Nance, right? Doing the final, doing a championship game as well. He'll, he'll uh, move on yep. to the, ma the masters. And I think he'll still do some golf and stuff, but no more Jim Nance doing the, uh, doing the championship game tonight. A little tease, Johnny, maybe uh, speaking of basketball before we switch topics here, maybe a little, uh, positive news for Boise State basketball here coming in the next uh 24 48 hours uh okay Let's just throwing that, that out there for our BNN viewers Boise State basketball is, is uh, continuing to do well on the uh, recruiting trail we'll just say that so uh keep keep your eyes and your ears peeled to social media uh Boise State I think is going to be getting some good news on the recruiting trail here in the uh, next couple of days as they continue to build what Leon Rice called a quote super team Yep. Uh, we'll, 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 I think they're team. going to take another step towards that in the next couple of days here. That's all I'll say. Uh, hey, uh, if you're looking, rowpaint.com, you're looking to do that uh, basement, the garage, the back patio, concrete coating. It's five times stronger than epoxy. The one-day install, uh, we, we've done it twice, and we're very happy with, with it. Check them out, roepaint.com, and get a free uh, price quote. You will not be disappointed. With the Afford of Boise, they'll buy your used car. That's right. Even if you don't purchase from them, they will buy a used car from you. They'll make you a cash offer on the spot. Check them out, liftyaffordboise.com to view their full inventory of vehicles. Wrote Idaho Central Credit Union, iccu.com, the easiest mobile online e-branch banking. It's the uh, easiest 
mobile banking that we've ever used, and I'm very happy we made the switch. You can do the same at ICCU.com. You're looking for a job? How about TCS, TranscomService.com. They can help you every step of the way to get into the trucking industry, whether it's the big rig on your screen, the Amazon truck in your neighborhood. Let TCS help you out and get you out there towing that first load in no time, TranscomService.com. And if you're looking for some gear for the spring game Saturday, the Blue and Orange Store, check them out, TheBlueAndOrangeStore.com. That's right. The Blue and Orange Store.com offers free shipping. Any order over $40. Or if you're in the uh, Boise area, you can go to the Boise Town Square Mall on the second floor and check it out. Johnny, we have been making some announcements for our uh, golf tournament. I know you and Prater and JP are going to be out there. We announced that Tyson Degenhart, RJ Keen are coming last week. Uh, three more former players that I can announce, and I don't have the graphic to put on the screen here. But uh, three former players, Tyler Rossa, Thomas Spurbeck, and Winston Venable, three former players, Winston Venable, Thomas Spurbeck, and Tyler Rasa are all confirmed as well as we continue to beef up the uh, tournament here. So June 2nd, we've opened up the afternoon flight. So if you want to work a half day, come play in the afternoon, meet some of your favorite former players and coaches. We'd love to have you. Chef Wally's doing lunch again, Johnny. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're excited about it June 2nd. But uh, we now have Thomas Spurbeck, Tyler Rasa, Winston Venable among those confirmed for the tournament. I love it. Some big names there. I bet Spurbeck's a hell of a golfer. Unbelievable. He actually is unbelievable. And I bet he, Spurbeck's a, he's just that type of dude. I bet he's he a hell played, of a golfer. Uh, last year, and I think they actually won. They actually won the tournament last well, Rasa year. Can, Rasa can play too. I've seen he his can. swing over there next golf. He can, he can, yeah, he can swing the clubs. They could well. give you a I'll lesson or two. Probably wouldn't hurt. But uh, uh, speaking of billion. speaking of football, we got the spring game on Saturday. Andy Avalos met with the media on Saturday after a closed scrimmage. Uh, kind of a, a dress rehearsal, Johnny, for the spring game. Um, but uh, they had a private scrimmage on Saturday, uh, right before the Final Four started, and, and uh, worked on some things, got some teamwork. And uh, let's hear an a, uh, opening statement, quick comment from Andy Avalos uh, on uh, last Saturday's private scrimmage. Attention to go in the stadium, and then we got hit with a little bit of a, a storm there that uh, caused us to go inside. It was awesome to see how everybody adjusted and uh, how our staff got everything set up in the indoor and we went inside and had a really good scrimmage. There was a lot of, uh, it's good uh, from a coaching standpoint, especially when you're in the middle of it, to see it go back and forth the way it did today. The defense making good plays, the offense making explosive plays, um, the offense scoring in a two-minute drive today, um, working its way out of a backed-up situation with uh, an explosive run um, um, to, to get us out of there and create some field position and move the chains. Um, it was good to see us connect on some deep balls, but we want to we improve our efficiency there when we're taking those shots and handing on those opportunities. Uh, as usual, uh, Jonah kicked the ball well today and uh, excited about the way our operation and is coming along there. Excited to see the way all our special teams are coming together now. Um, being that this is our third full week, we've been able to get all our special teams installed and uh, we're getting quality work at those things. And the reason why that's important, not just to learn the scheme, but it's important to see some of those young players and how they're going to show up, how some of the older guys are going to lead on special teams, because that's when the whole team comes together and it shows the mentality and their uh, attitude and focus towards that has been awesome. So it's good to see the progress. Um, but we got a lot of work left to do in this in this last week. Um, each day is critical. Um, is is we only have so many reps left and then uh you know we put the pads on the shelf until august well there he was andy avalos speaking after the scrimmage yesterday johnny any uh you were there uh, on saturday with me uh, i said yesterday but saturday you were there with some of us in the media obviously talking to andy any anything that stood out to you it felt like he was 
pleased with how the scrimmage went. Felt like he was in a, I guess, a good mood, BJ. He talked about the back and forth, meaning the offense made plays, made explosive plays, great. The defense made plays, shut them down at times, great. Um, uh, receivers making plays. He talked about it later on in the in the presser as well, BJ. I think he just he checked a lot of boxes for what he wanted to see in a closed, controlled scrimmage type of format. And um, again, with their schedule this year, I mean, there is not a lot of wiggle room. It's going to be a terrific season, I think, uh, once we get there, which feels like a long ways away, BJ. But you know, for him to talk about that didn't feel like. Uh, didn't feel like he was too disappointed with the, with what he saw last night. A lot of times, Avalos can wear some emotions on his sleeves, and he can try to hide it when he's in a bad mood, and, and he's, it's hard for him. I don't think he was trying to hide anything. I think he saw what he wanted to see yesterday, a little bit of everything. I think I know. I think I know where you're going with this, but what's the bigger storyline for you, I guess, this spring and this summer? Is it replacing all the guys on defense and this Boise State elite defense trying to uh, make up for the loss of maybe three NFL draft picks on, on defense? Uh, or is it, you know, Bush Hamden, Taylor Green, and the the uh, possibilities for this offense? What do you think's the the bigger storyline this year? Well, I think it's definitely the offense. It's the Mountain West freshman of the year last year, Taylor Green, having a full cycle as the man. A spring ball, a coaching change, he'll have fall camp. I mean, this is his team now. And with the taste that Ashton Genty left in the mouth of Bronco Nation following that bowl game, it's like, uh-oh, there might be a couple more gears to this kid. And if that's true, holy shnikes, man, it's going to be fun to watch him play. Back George Halani is back as well. It is a new offense. It's Bush Hamden uh, doing the coordinating. Yeah, that's the story. The, the bigger deal, though, might be the defense and how Spencer Danielson and his staff are going to replace a lot of those guys, BJ. Even you mentioned, hey, three NFL draft picks, great. Zeke Noah won't get drafted, but that's still a huge piece. Caleb Biggers was one of the better corners in the league last year, and he's going to get an NFL look. He's not back either. There's just pieces everywhere that are off this defense. George Tarlis, even though he only had him half that year, you don't get him half this year. So, yeah, that might be the bigger one. But for me, it's all about the the glitz and the glamour, man. Give me the offense every time. But the defense, that might be the bigger storyline, man. Michael Penix Jr. and that Husky offense opening night. Whoa. I love you, Johnny. And, and for our, uh, you know, almost 100 people watching this, though, I got to, I got to, uh, do, do you think you have asked a question this spring? Your first question of a press conference session, your first question of a media scrum that uh, this spring that has not been about Taylor Green? <laughs> yes, I've talked with Spencer Danielson. I did not mention Taylor Green in that Spencer Danielson press conference, bud. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, no. I mean, look at the kid play. Look at the kid throw. Um, look what Bush is saying about him. This is uh, going to be a special treat, I think, for college football fans in, in, in Boise, Idaho, to watch this kid play. I think he could be very, very, very special and, and, and really fun to watch. Okay, but so if, if Taylor Green is not the if, if Taylor Green is take him out, we're all going to be watching Taylor Green Saturday. I get it, but that's fine. But if 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 you cannot watch Taylor Green, you have to look somewhere else on offense. Are you going to the running backs? Are you going to the O line? Are you going to the improvement from McAllister and some of these guys at receiver? Yeah. 
Well, what's the next storyline behind Taylor Green on offense for you? You know, I think it's I'll, I'll, I'll include a couple groups. I'm just going to say it's the running, it's the rushing attack. How are they going to run the football? And part of that is the offensive line. BJ, we might see a, we might see kids that are true freshmen playing center uh, with the ones in the spring game, right? I mean, that, how they're going to figure out who's going to play center and run the ball. Holani won't play in the spring game. I take it he hasn't played this spring, but Genty will. I don't know how much he'll play, um, but I would say just the running attack. After Talon, my storyline for the offense is how are they going to be able to run the football? If you can run the football, it opens up so much for the passing game, and I think that will be the core of, of what Hamden wants to do. He's got a lot of weapons to use, too. I can't wait to see how they run the football. What about you? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you in just a second. But first, uh, Boise Dentist Rico, if you're looking for a new dentist, check them out. BoiseDentistRico.com. Full family dentistry, five locations across the Treasure Valley. They make it an enjoyable experience to go to the dentist. Check them out. Find a location near you at BoiseDentistRico.com. Working with United Commercial Insurance right now. Uh, if you need business insurance, they're the best. UnitedCommercialInsurance.com. Quick call could save you hundreds of dollars on your business insurance. And they, uh, they make it easy there. And they can also do it in 44 states around the country, not just in Idaho. So wherever you're at, let United Commercial Insurance help you out. Ridley's Family Markets, go download their app. Love the CUNA location there, and they've got them across the Treasure Valley, across the state of Idaho. ShopRidley's.com to find a location near you, and their new app gives you up to 40% off on some of the exclusive savings. Matt Bauscher, Bauscher Real Estate. He'll be out at the golf tournament in a couple of months. Check him out, BauscherRealEstate.com, the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small. Check him out at Bauscher Real Estate. And Timberstone Golf Course, the weather's finally going to start warming up here. Perfect time to get out and uh, get your game in, in good shape. Playtimberstone.com. Book a tee time. They got the new uh, driving range uh, set up. Uh, they got the turf mats. They got the private lessons. You can get all kinds of great stuff there from Ted Holloway, Kelly Christensen, everybody at Timberstone. Check them out. Playtimberstone.com. For me, Johnny, I mean, I think it's obvious. It's green, and then it is the running backs, but I don't think you'll see much of the Genty Halani mm -hmm. combo at all because I think, you know, remember last year in the spring game, they gave Halani like three carries or something. Yep. I think yep. that might, that might be Genty this year. Why get Genty hurt going into the season? So I think it's going to be a lot of Tyler Crow, a lot of Ethan Makita. Uh, yep. I'm forgetting somebody, but I mean, there, there's not, you know, they're, they're going to know be, who you're talking about. Yeah. There, there's going to be a lot of, uh, of those guys getting the carries. So I don't think they're quote running game. We're going to get a whole lot. I'd be surprised. Uh, if, if you see a lot of Ashton Gentry, there's really no point, right, to to, to overwork Ashton Gentry in this carries game. here and there. You're right. I mean, Tyler Crow, T. Crow, our boy, probably he might get 20 carries in this game. <laughs> yeah, he might lead the game in rushing yards. He might be the MVP of the game. We're going to be talking to Tyler Crow after the game. I'm calling it right now. I think they're going to yeah. make us. <laughs> But I mean that's that's how it should be, right? I mean you don't yes. you don't need you don't need you just saw Ashton Gentry for 15 practices. You don't need him hurting his knee in the spring game. I love it. Yeah, I want to see T. Crow run, but obviously, Genty, yeah, uh, it's just not what you're going to do. You're not going to give him a ton of carries. I'll be shocked if he has more than 10 touches in this I'm gonna thing. Look, uh, I'm going to look defensively, though. And, again, I know some guys are out. I know um, it, it's not the same in spring ball. There's no DJ Shram out there. Markel Reed's not out there right now. There's some other guys. But um, we've talked about it. I mean, you can look at every position on the defense, and they're, you're having to replace – one or more key guys. And so I want to look at that D-line. What's that D-line, the interior of the D-line looking like without Matt Locke and Obasheri? Um, you know, are guys like Rodney Robinson, who we're talking to today, I believe, um, are they taking that next step? The Shea Depots, the Alexander Tubners, are, are they going from complimentary, ready to fill in for one game when needed, to stars on this defense, starters 
um, you know, Jalen Clark, you know, at corner, some of these guys that are going to have to step up and try to replace Caleb Biggers. Um, the other linebacker spot across from Shram, but I guess in this case, both linebacker spots with Shram not out there. Um, if you're a football nut or like a diehard Boise State football fan, Johnny, you could look at every position on the field and find some intrigue. Gosh, that's well put, man. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that before. I know Andrew Simpson. I think he'll be playing. He's a linebacker there. He's a guy that the coaches have indicated on a couple of occasions. He's ascending. This kid's good. He's going to be a player for us. I like what Andrew Simpson brings to the table. Look forward to seeing him play a little bit. Uh, Kanijo, who we'll also be talking to today, he's going to get a lot of snaps next year. He's probably one of your starting corners. Um, I know this some makes some people nervous, but I think Alexander Tubner is going to be your starting safety. I think you're going to start against the Washington Huskies on Labor Day weekend. Michael Penix, Michael Penix Jr. slinging that ball around, and I think you're going to see Alexander Tubner back there starting for Boise State. I know that makes some Boise State fans nervous. Rodney Robinson, can he go from kind of the role player in the secondary to the star of the secondary? I'm excited to hear him today. We'll ask him about that, I'm sure, too about being a leader in this thing and no JL anymore and no Tyreek and the, you know, you're sandwiched between those guys. What can Rodney Robinson do this season? I mean, Dimitri Washington, BJ, I think he's got, is it eight and a half career sacks, nine and a half career sacks, 11 career sacks, something along that line. And, you know, here was a guy that Spencer Danielson compared to Curtis Weaver um, in the COVID year. Can this be the one D wash breakout year? And he can be a double digit sack guy. Um, a lot of questions there. Interior line, you're right. How is it going to be better than it was last year? It wasn't even great last year. It was great at times. I'll give him that. But how are you going to be better on the interior line this year without Scott Matlock? A lot of questions. And um, that defense, yeah, that's probably where the storyline should be. Uh, a lot of opportunities, though, BJ, for kids to come up and make a name for themselves in this program. That's always exciting to see, too. Well, let's not kid ourselves, though. The number one attraction will be Taylor Green. Saturday, 1.30, the spring game. Uh, we're look, working to do a post-game show. More uh, more details on that to follow, but we'll have some sort of post-game show uh, after the spring game to kind of break it down, hopefully have some highlights for fans that weren't able to watch it. Uh, Johnny, 3-6 to six today. I'm sure you guys will be all over spring football in the national championship game. Yep. Hopefully folks will be listening today. Masters week two, right, JP? Yes. This is the Super Bowl week for John Patrick. He would rather have the Masters than most. This is his number one sporting event of the year. So JP's always in a nice mood. It used to be opening day today, too. There's a lot of years where opening day was national championship day as well. So Yeah, I remember a couple of those days, a couple of those years, too, man. It falls on the right day. Yeah, yeah, that was fun, too. So, so, yeah, uh, we're going to enjoy it. Three to six today, Johnny, JP, Prater, Bob, the whole gang. Check them out, 95.3 FM, 1350 AM. Uh, appreciate it, Johnny. We'll see you at interviews. We'll continue to break down the spring game throughout the week, as you will. And uh, Saturday, 1.30 is kickoff. Have a great day. We'll get those football interviews up on the YouTube channel here shortly. Go subscribe, and we'll be listening three to six to Johnny and Prater. We'll talk to you later. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.